Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Wednesday, August 5th, 2020. Stand up for your country. I have a very interesting guest on tap for you from Nevada, a sheriff who absolutely stood up for his police division, his sheriffs and his county. So he'll be coming uh, your way soon. Now, yesterday we had a big storm here on the East Coast. A lot of power was lost. Some of you might not have seen my interview with Sean Hannity. We have that posted on the site, BillOReilly.com. We also have an hour with Hannity on a radio today, uh, which I think you'll find pretty interesting. So uh, that saga continues. O'Reilly and Hannity, two Irish guys who, as when we were younger on Long Island, nobody ever thought we'd amount to anything. So you might want to check that out. Now, I'm going to begin with Joe Biden. So um, the former vice president is continuing to dodge most press and to tweet and to um, basically formulate strategy from his home in Delaware. And he says, well, you know, I'm 77, COVID all over the place. I'm doing what the doctors tell me to do. Okay. Um, But I can tell you that Joe Biden is still pretty feisty. And when he goes out, which is rare, to talk to the press, anything could happen. Enter CBS News correspondent Errol Barnett today. All right. He asks Mr. Biden about his mental acuity. Full tape. Please clarify specifically, have you taken a cognitive test? No, I haven't taken the test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? Are are you a junkie? What do you say to President Trump who brags about his test and makes your mental state an issue for voters? Well, if he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Did you watch that? Look, come on, man. I, I, I know you're trying to goad me, but I mean, I'm so forward looking to have an opportunity to sit with the president or stand with the president in debates. Lion and an elephant. I'm not getting that one at all. And he says, are you a junkie to the report? Now, I kind of like that. I don't know what he's talking about. It's what they call in Latin non sequiturs. They don't really come together to make any sense. So if the last line was, I'm so forward looking to have the opportunity to sit with the president or stand with the president and the debates. I guess he's saying I'm looking forward to the debates, but I'm, I, he's, he's all over the place. All right. Now, this is to me, this is doesn't show anything other than a guy who doesn't really have control of what he's talking about. Now, I don't know whether that's because he's old or because he's always been that way or because he doesn't care anymore. I don't know. Now, he's obviously given the reporter, Barnett, some jazz. Um, I love the come on man stuff that right out of the sports world. Um, did you take a test before you're taking cocaine or not? <laughs> Where does this come from? No matter what you think about him, he's pretty creative. I mean, it's just you just don't know 
And that's why I'm looking forward to the debates between Trump and Biden. I mean, you don't need moderators. Just let them go. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. At Qualcomm, we believe in staying connected, and you can see us wherever 5G is helping transform telemedicine, supporting remote education, and powering mobile PCs. The Invention Age is here. Learn more at qualcomm.com slash Invention Age. Donald Trump. So the Trump campaign is a little nervous because of COVID, all right? They believe that COVID has obscured what the president did in the economy and taken away his big issue. And that's true. Now, there could be a vaccine announced in September, October, very possible. Um, We'll get to the COVID thing a little bit later. But right now, the Trump campaign, a little nervous. But they believe that the American people are going to turn on the radical left and that Biden will be so associated with the radical left that they'll turn on Biden. That is the hope. And that's when you watch the Trump ads, that's what they're going to be saying. Is this what you want? You want Seattle? You want Portland? You want New York City? You want Chicago? Is that what you want? Then you vote for Joe. Okay. Now we're getting to the dishonesty part of the program, not By me, I'm as honest as you can get. And I say that with no hubris at all. I've been on the air long enough, and you know I will not mislead you ever. So Amnesty International is not in that category. This is a human rights organization based in London, and it put out a paper called The World is Watching Mass Violations by U.S. Police a Black Lives Matter protesters' rights. That's the name of the paper. And it says there were at least 125 human rights violations during the George Floyd protests. This is Amnesty International saying this. Okay. Now, Amnesty International is as far left as you get. Can't get more far left than that. They, uh, one of their things on their website says, access to safe abortion services is a human right. How ironic is that? So you can kill the fetus. It's a human right. Oh, what about the fetus? Oh, that's not human. Oh, it isn't? After nine months, what is it going to be? So that, this is how crazy they are. They also say on their website, Amnesty International, that they're warning the failure of governments to tackle climate change could amount to the greatest intergenerational human rights violation in history. So that's where they're coming from. Lifetime membership, if you sign up, get all the killing books free. All nine of them. Can't do a better deal than that. Final thought in a moment. All right, here's the final thought of the day. As you may know, I write a message of the day, and I hope you read it posted early in the morning. Today's message was about white privilege and Barack Obama. Now, I'm not going to read you. I want you to read it. So, But I had a conversation with a college kid yesterday who's telling me all about my white privilege. And I was going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. 
Uh, I don't have any white privilege. I was raised in a very frugal setting. I had no money when I started. I've never borrowed money. Nobody's ever given me money. I made my money honestly, and I worked damn hard. That's white privilege? Okay. So then I said, you know, let me tell you about Barack Obama. And I went all through how Barack Obama made it to the White House. And then I said, is that an example of a country that embraces white privilege? White supremacy? Is it? And the college student could not answer. So I wanted to bring the message of the day to your attention. I hope you read it, and I hope you let me know what you think about it. We'll see you tomorrow.